Soccer Chat with Nick Rizzo and Sean Sauterling. What's up, everybody? It is Soccer Chat, your weekly soccer coaching podcast for coaches by coaches. We've got some great friends that help us out, like Dutik Brand. Check them out, dutikbrand.com. I posted yesterday, actually. They got this like spring trial thing going on where these, these things that they're trying out uh, for their products, and they send it to their, their members, and it is fantastic. You can still get them there. Some of those are still available. Go on their website, find it. There's a awesome, I don't even know what to call these things. Like it's not a, a notepad or a clipboard. I mean, it's a clipboard, but it opens up. You can store stuff on the inside of it. Uh, comes with one of their fantastic four color pins, um, as well as some session sheets. And I've absolutely loved it. Uh, they still have some available. Go on their website, dutikbrand.com. And while you're there, use the promo code soccer chat, get yourself a sweet discount. All right. Like do it. Do it, do it, do it. Nothing more that you need to know. Uh, also, shout out to our friends over at Torx, T-O-R-R-X.com for the world's greatest ball pump. Make sure to leave them a five-star rating and review on Amazon. And our friends over at Michigan Soccer Central. Check them out for all things, anything soccer-related, whether it's amateur or professional state of Michigan, on Twitter at M-I Soccer Central. He's Nick. I'm Sean. And Nick, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm glad that you're feeling better. Uh, we were chatting the other day. We were going to record a couple days ago, uh, but you, you've been sick, and I'm happy that you're feeling better. You're looking good. You may have lost a little bit of weight, and if that's the case, let me know because uh, I, I I need to get some uh, some some lbs off. Um, but uh, I mean, you're feeling okay, feeling feeling good. Yeah, no, I think it's 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 just an interesting thing right now because like yeah, like like Sean mentioned me and I, I got COVID uh, earlier this week, uh, right after the holidays. Just went back, and it's crazy, like. Nowadays, you don't even have to do anything like particularly dumb. We went back and saw my family um, and didn't really do anything crazy and then came back and now we got COVID. So I think it's one of those things where unfortunately, it's just it's so with the new variant, it's just so out there. And so fortunately, again, I, I'm vaccinated. Um, my wife's boosted. And so we're we're feeling fine. Like it's just honestly right now, it's like we have runny noses. Like we've had runny noses for like two days, but no temperature, no nothing. And so I think that's been the nice thing. I think when we did it, like people experiencing COVID a while ago, like there was a lot of scary, scary stuff to it. Like you're experiencing fever, low, like respir- respiratory issues and things like that. And I think the nice thing about like, not to like be like too like crazy, like one way or another, but like, it's nice. Cause like the vaccine is supposed to work like this. It's supposed to make it. So it's a modified like cold. And so for us, yeah, like we have runny noses, but like, I've still like, you guys know, I run six miles a day and been able to do that still. And but yeah, no, like I still stay active and unfortunately it's like zero to negative nine degrees up here. Yeah, so we no kidding. You ain't running in that or no. are you? No, I have a strict above zero policy with running outside. Wow. Like I, will, I will go above zero. Like I can get down to like five. Um, but the hardest part is like the extremities, right? Like your ears are like, and like your fingers and different things like that. But Wouldn't I know. I don't I know if I've ever up. ran outside under... I'm trying to think of the coldest game I ever played in had to, had to still been in the fifties. I won't go leggings until below 15. Like I will wear, like my legs will come back like beat red, but I don't like wearing leggings. I will under 15 degrees, but like the feels so you, like it's, it's like, it's 18 degrees and you'll wear shorts to go running. Yes. Like I'll Get bundle here, here and here and like my hands and everything. But like, I like my legs will come back. And if, if everyone ha- ever had that feeling where like, you get back and it's cold and it's like itchy. It's like a really yeah. uncomfortable feeling. Like that's what I normally have for like the next thing. I just don't like leggings. They're kind of uncomfortable. No, thank but you. 
I will wear them, but yeah, no, like it's it, right now the feels like I, I should check it, but I'm pretty sure the feels like temperate here, which is rare. We had a, such a mild fall. It feels like negative two right now. So I will not be running. <laughs> outside. Um, we had such no a mild fall. Like we had a 60 degree day, like three weeks ago, but yeah, it's, it's definitely made the turn for Minnesota winter. Well, like I said, we're, we're glad that you're feeling good. I know you had a couple of days where you're just like, I have like the worst cold ever. Um, we're glad that you're, you're back in action. Yeah, it's like it's like how any of us have like when your nose is completely stuffed, it's like you're just breathe your mouth breathing so bad right. that it's like no fun to listen to. But I think the good thing is that you prove that the vaccine works uh, because instead of going to a hospital and being on your deathbed, you had a, a cold. Uh, yep. So thank you, thank you for being an advocate for that. Um, obviously, the good thing too is getting that getting that out of your way and out of your system because uh, in a few days uh, we're going to be doing actually next week. It's our very favorite show, the United Soccer Coaches Convention preview, where we get into our hotel room, typically super late at night, and get our friends around the microphone, and we just talk about what we're excited about. Uh, so we've got that coming next week. I'm excited. It's like one of our favorite times. It's been so long since we've done it, um, just because of the pandemic and, and the convention being virtual last year. Uh, this year, it's back. It's in Kansas City. And you have, if you're listening to this today, you've got three days left, all right? You'll hear later on, uh, we had to we had to do some some uh, begging of, of United Star Coaches, but we've got our, our discount rate up, uh, discount code for three more days. You have until the 10th. So if you're listening to this on the 10th, and you haven't registered yet, you're thinking about it, you need to do that today, today, uh, by using the promo code POD22. Um, you know, and if you're thinking to yourself now at this point in the game, you know, the thing is we want to see everybody, and they want to see everybody as well. Um, and, you know, the, to do that, you got to go to convention. Um, and I think the one of the things that you can do is I was actually talking to a friend of mine the other day. They just registered for a day pass. They're going to come in on Saturday, go for the day, check things out. Uh, and then head back out on Sunday. Uh, so you can do that. Make sure that you're, uh, you know, look at what your schedule is. If you've got an opening, go check it out. Get you a day pass. Get in there and uh, check out the sessions. Check out the lectures. Uh, stop by Podcast Row. We'll be there. We've got some shows uh, coming up uh, that, are, that are awesome. You know, since the last time that we, uh, we were able to chat, uh, let's see, Thursday morning, the good brother, Randy Waldrum, kicking things off for us. Uh, then after that, we have um, – I believe it is our, I need, I got to put my schedule. I probably should have this stuff up like when I'm getting ready to talk, uh, but I don't. Uh, then at one o'clock, we have our good friend, David Copeland Smith, who most of you all know as Beast Mode Soccer. Then at two o'clock, we have our Dutik Brain Show where they'll be stopping by our booth um, to chat with us as, as always. Friday, actually, I believe Thursday night before the exhibit hall, or actually, no, we're changing it. I'm changing it to Friday. That executive decision was just made, so nobody nobody asked to go over our heads. Um, Friday, we're getting things kicked off, as you heard on Soccer Chat Wednesday night uh, at 10 a.m. It's a dose, your daily dose of D with Big D. Donna Fischer is going to be joining us uh, at 11 o'clock on Friday. I'm so excited, Jay Demerit. Uh, I will I will go on during that show to talk about like how he and I have the random random connection. And this will be the first time we've ever met. So this is almost like Nick and I doing our show for six months and had never met each other in person. This is going to be like me and Jay. I, this is going to be like nine years that we've had like a uh, a friendship, so to say. And I've never met the guy in my life. So I'm really, really excited for that. 
Um, the other one I'm excited about is at one o'clock following uh, Jay Demerit, uh, one of the greatest national team players of all time, one of the best to put ever the red, white, and blue on. Uh, some people call him controversial. I like him. He just he's an outside the box thinker. Uh, Eric Winald is going to be joining us. Uh, then on uh, three thirty uh, on Friday, we have a new show we just signed up with Molly Grisham, where we're going to chat about all things that she's got going on uh, for convention, and it. Uh, hasn't been announced yet. We're going to tell you now. We're going to announce it next next Wednesday. But because you're listening to the show, we're going to give it to you right now. And I know Nick is going to be excited for this one. Friday at 2 p.m. This literally just got signed yesterday uh, because this person wasn't coming to convention. And all of a sudden, I got a text that said, I'm coming to convention. When can I get on Soccer Chat? So on Friday at 2 o'clock, it is the return of the annual That Pizza Show with Jeff Freeman. I was kind of curious where you're going with that. I was like, I was like, I had no, I mean, again, I don't know any of the presenters until you get here typically, but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, I, that's a great show. He's one of my favorites. It absolutely is. Absolutely. Is. And we believe that Kansas city is going to be the first place where we're going to find pizza to, to get to us uh, before, uh, before, before we chat. Um, it's, it's one of our favorite shows. We've done it every year at convention. Jeff's up spy. Uh, and he loves whenever we, uh, we work camps together and people back, like, man, you two are like really close. And we're like, yeah, we, we do a podcast and they're like, Oh really? I'm like, yeah. And just like, we just talk about pizza. Like there's no soccer involved. It's just straight pizza. Uh, and we will look to continue that tradition. Um, then we have a show that's going to be announced uh, next week. Uh, or if you're listening to this on Monday, it's going to be announced this week uh, for Saturday morning. That's going to be really, really awesome. That will be coming to you from the exhibit hall. Uh, we haven't picked a time yet, but we are also going to be doing a show from the World Strides booth uh, with Eric and, and and everybody there, Jamie. Um, especially, you know, we've we've had them on the show every year during convention. Um, and then this year with my team, we're going to uh, Australia for the World Cup through uh, World Strides. Uh, it's exciting to, to be able to chat with them and and to bring that up uh, while we're chatting with them. So we've got a lot of shows, and I, you know, I I'm sure Nick is laughing at me right now on the inside because I was like, this year I want to like bring our number of shows down a little bit. And I've done complete opposite and got us more. But what I was thinking of, you know, typically we do the the meet and greet, the tweet, the meet and tweet on Thursdays, like right before the exhibit hall opens. But what I was thinking, Nick, is maybe Friday, because I, I feel mean, like more I feel like more people will be there on Friday than they were on would be on Thursday. I completely agree with that one. I think that would be a good one. So we'll go Friday evening. We'll come up. Uh, we'll we'll post it uh, online for the the soccer chat annual meet and tweet where you get to meet all the people that you're talking with on Twitter, uh, hang out with Nick and myself. We get to talk and 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 talk shop and just get to know each other more and and put a voice to those avatars that we see. And that was like one of the coolest things about well, the first time we did it in Chicago was we had seen all these people online for so long and then to actually meet them. And I'm sure Nick was like, oh, you're a lot taller than what I thought, or you're a lot shorter than what I thought. Um, just kind of the things that go through he and I's mind when we meet people for the first time. Uh, but we're excited. It's Soccer Chat live at the United Soccer Coaches Convention. It's, it's our favorite time of the year. Uh, and we're super, super, super excited about it. So much that we've got a, a big deal. I mean, this is a really big deal uh, on the show this week. If, if you, um, you've probably seen him online, you've probably taken an education course with him, you've probably went to one of his lectures uh, uh, at convention, but it's just super, super awesome that we've got a good friend of the show, um, who I didn't know was a friend of the show until a long time ago, uh, who has listened to us before, which makes me think of like, oh my gosh, like I've got to make sure that we are a tip-top professional program. But if anybody remembers anything about Soccer Chat, we are the most professional, unprofessional show 
that there is. Uh, but we have Ian Barker from United Soccer Coaches with us. We're so excited to have him on. And he's got a lot of interesting things. So much so, we're going to go beyond convention. He's going to tell you the spots. If you're going to be in Kansas City, he's going to tell you the spots that you've got to go check it out. So coming up, our man, Ian Barker. We are excited to be a part of Podcast Road, the 2022 United Soccer Coaches Convention in Kansas City this January. The convention is the ultimate event for soccer coaches and those who work in the game. We handle your passion through presentations, on-field demonstrations, exhibits, and events for coaches at every level. Whether you're attending alone or bringing the whole coaching staff, there's no better place to learn, network, and experience all aspects of the game. Register today, and as a listener of this podcast, use the promo code POD22 at checkout to save $80. Your registration also includes all of the recorded sessions, so you will not miss a thing. Visit unitedsoccercoachesconvention.org today to register and use promo code POD22 at checkout to save. We can't wait to be reunited with all of you in Kansas City. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, 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 and the flames went higher, and it burns, burns, burns. Leading up to convention, you know, we, we try to have people in that, uh, you know, really get the good message about United Star Coaches Convention uh, and, and give you some more insight and some scoop. And, and we've got probably, you know, every year we have Jeff Van Dusen on, but I think if you were trying to get, like, a person just on the same level who can tell you every single thing about convention. We've got him for you. Uh, everybody, please get excited. We have the ever famous, super popular, super knowledgeable. He's he's not just entertained us all, but he has educated all of us at some point or another, whether it's at a class or on Twitter or online. The ever famous Ian Barker. Ian, thanks for joining us, man. You're very welcome. That's probably the... Uh most effusive and gregarious uh, introduction I've had, but thank you for it. I'll take it. I have no clue what those words mean, but I'm going to go with it. I'll run with it. <laughs> there you go. So we're excited to have you on. I, I wanted to bring up before we, we kind of talk about convention stuff like that. I will never forget uh, when, when the COVID and the pandemic started and I had started doing the, the coaches calls on Skype and whatnot. I will, I will never forget the day. I was just, I think I was talking to Nick or whatever. And also I got this DM from, from I Barker soccer it was like, hey, I want to have a coach's call. And I was like, what? Who? No, like you're Ian Barker. Why, why do you want to talk to me? Uh, and it was a really good conversation we had where we just kind of just talked, talked soccer and we talked about coaching. And it was so cool because um, I, I, I had talked to you a couple of times at, at convention, uh, but it was like the first real conversation I was able to have with you. And I was just floored away. I was like, this is so cool. Like, I, I think I bragged about it for a month that, um, you know, I, I must have been doing something right if Ian Barker is getting on a call with me. Uh, but, you know, for you, like kind of kind of going back in time to that when the pandemic kind of started for you as an advocate of, of coaching education, uh, cause obviously you guys were doing the, um, the United soccer coaches podcast and doing the, the educational zooms and stuff like that. Um, you know, what was it that soon as the pandemic started that kind of triggered you of like, okay, how can I get 
whether it's education or something, how can I get something out to the coaches and, and start educating uh, virtually? Yeah, I think um, probably most of us can relate to a couple of years ago where Zoom was a word we were familiar with, but we probably hadn't spent a lot of time on it, right? So Zoom, um, getting into that space, I felt quite comfortable about, and so did Vince Gansberg and my colleagues, because we'd started pushing out with some of that remote learning already. Um, and then when, when we became aware that the pandemic was probably going to be with us a little bit longer than a couple of weeks or a couple of months, um, I think to our credit, certainly to my colleague Vince's credit, there was a quick pivot to be in the mindset, okay, we want to be on the field uh, on the synthetic surface with grass or plastic grass on our cleats, but that's not going to be possible for an indefinite period of time. So how can we use technology, different resources to give people the fullest experience and fullest opportunity to continue and stay relevant and stay with their education? Um, a lot of coaches, of course, became incredibly available and were actually really interested and had time to enjoy podcasts like yours, some of the online learning that was already established. And I think then people wanted um, the next part of that was to be involved in an interactive type environment where they could contribute. So manipulating Zoom, uh, breakout rooms, putting coaches into educational learning modules, it became, it became um, really popular. It became really enjoyable to deliver. Um, and now what we're looking forward to, of course, is, is keeping all of that experience and maintaining that experience and then looking to, to uh, enjoy returning to in-person. So one of the positives of the pivoting that we all have to do during the pandemic is we found new audiences that want to engage in a different way. We found new ways to engage people. And if we come out of it and when we come out of it, there's going to be more educational offerings and more people connected, which I think is, is hugely positive. So overall, um, to the, again, to the credit of some of my colleagues, we quickly pivoted from a threat type environment to an opportunity challenge. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and we're all better for it, to be honest. For sure. For sure. I've, I've loved what you guys are doing. Uh, Vince Gansberg actually did my, um, uh, national diploma course and, or advanced national diploma course and growing up in Indiana, he's, he's a legend to me. Uh, so that was my first time getting to, to experience, uh, one of his courses. I would, I used to get emails from him all the time. Uh, and then that was like, all right, now, now I've got him as a, as a teacher. Um, you know, just, and, and I had him and I've had uh, Doug Williamson as well. Uh, so now I just got to do another class where I, I have you, uh, as, as my teacher and I'll, I'll, I'll hit the Mount Rushmore, uh, of all the, uh, the coaching educators. Um, but you know, again, it, the convention is kind of the big topic for you, you know, last year, everything was virtual. Uh, and it was, it was different. It was digital learning. It was a, a solid platform. Like you said, making, being able to pivot, um, and, and with the coaches that attend, I know coaches enjoyed it. You know, obviously we'd rather be in person, but for the options that we had, it was, uh, it, it was good. Now that we're back in person this year, you know, how have you, um, you know, been getting ready for it? Uh, kind of some of the workings that you've been uh, a part of, uh, to get ready back for Kansas city. Well, early on in my time working for United soccer coaches, I was always anxious about the convention because there's a lot of responsibility. Sometimes you're in front of the audience, which is, this can be stressful and continues to be stressful, um, but probably less so as you, as you have more opportunities to present in front of a big group. I would actually say, though, this would be what my 10th uh, convention as an employee of the, of the association. And this one comes with a new set of um, 
uh, excitement, but uh, trepidation too, because we've, we've been out of that networking, collegiality, shoulder-to-shoulder type environment for such a long time that it's going to be, it's going to feel quite new going back to it. Um, so I'm not concerned about delivering field sessions because I feel like I've got enough experience, but I am interested what it's going to be like the first time you meet somebody in the hallway and you do the obligatory sort of look at their belly button to recognize their name <laughs> because sometimes you don't remember everybody or there's yeah. just so many people. And when we're wearing masks, that will be even more, um, even more. So there's just going to be, it's just going to be reacquainting ourselves with that incredible opportunity that convention provides where you put away all of the different acronyms of your youth organizations or your college organizations. And it's very much about coaching and collegiality and networking. And it's just been two years. So I'm actually looking forward to it, but I'm a little bit, you know, kind of anxious um, the first day of school to see how that all looks when we come back together. I know I'm the same way, like obviously with all the stuff that we have leading for convention, um, getting ready for it. It's like, I always tell people like, I would like one day I'm going to flip roles with Nick to where Nick, you just have to tell him what time and where to be at and he'll be there. Um, but I know like I'm kind of getting anxious the same way of like getting planning for the, the socials, getting our shows lined up and whatnot. Um, I can only in, imagine, you know, you guys, the United Star coaches having to get ready last year, doing everything virtually. And then now, okay, Hey, now we're back in person. Is there almost kind of like a, uh, you know, it's like getting back on the bike and knowing how to ride again after not riding a while, because you guys did have the year where it was virtual and now it's like, Hey, we're back in person. Yeah. I, the, the staff is extremely experienced with convention. Um, and there's a lot of historical knowledge that's retained within the current staff. And as new people come in, they pick up. So in general, it's, it has, to your point, been like getting back on a, on a bike to some extent. What we're, what we're reminding ourselves of is some of the, the challenges, like a coach who wants a different hotel block or a club that wants a, a big discount package because they're going to bring 20 attendees. So it's all of those little personal pieces, much to my point about um, getting used to the idea of being back in person with people in the hallway. It's those little things, the, 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 big, the big foundational pieces of convention, booking the hotels, getting the vendors in, getting all of the awards lined up, that just clicks. It's now reminding ourselves of all of the little personal details and nuances that you have to be prepared for in terms of customer service. Um, but again, not really looking at the members as customers, but looking at them as fellow coaches and trying to and interpret or anticipate what their needs will be when they come to convention. So what are the best restaurants? Where's the best place to go catch a game on TV? If on Saturday morning you want to go watch a, a game on TV. Um, it's all of those little details that we're sort of just reminding ourselves about. For sure. What, um, you know, I, I know we're going to talk about the, the presenters and whatnot, but obviously it's it's been a couple of years since we've all been together. Who's, who's a coach that you know that's going to be there that you're excited to see that you haven't seen since Baltimore? Mm-hmm. Whether it's a coach or, or somebody that you just know is going to be there that you're like, man, like I haven't seen them since Baltimore. I can't wait to see them and say hello. Well, Nick and I were talking off air about some of our experiences in collegiate coaching. I enjoy, I really enjoy catching up with my friends from the Minnesota Intercollegiate, which was the D3 conference I most recently coached in. It's always good to see them. So John Lowry, who took his program um, from D3 to D1 in the last couple of years. So I'd love to see John if he's there. Um, also, because we were in Minnesota Division 3s, we played a lot of the uh, Iowa Division 3s. So catching up with Chris Garcia-Pratt and some of the guys from Luther and Gary Laidlaw from Central. So that, that 
that's a little group that was my sort of coaching fraternity before I took my position here. So it's always nice to see them. So that's one group particularly. I just, I, it's just a personal one, but it's just a group I look forward to seeing. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think that's one of the cool things about convention. Me and Sean talk about this all the time where you can like in the coaching world, we're so spread out and you're kind of tied to where the jobs are. And I think it's a little bit different than maybe some other professions where like you tend to your colleagues, you tend to be within a 30 minute radius of for the most part, we'll go like two years without seeing some people that were actually considered good friends of ours. For a coach that, and we ask this question like a decent amount, but for a coach that's like maybe on the fence about coming, what are some of the things that you see as value, like added value with the networking part of it? I think, I think as a coach, we all probably appreciate the human time, the, the real moments of humanity we have with our athletes, right? So we coach them, we train them, we play competitive games, we do team talks, all those things. But I think we can all probably, all coaches can relate to a, 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 um, a side conversation you have with an athlete before training, after training, whenever it is, about how they're doing academically. Or they've had a personal family uh, thing, like a, a wedding, perhaps, or, or maybe something that isn't as positive as a wedding. Maybe they've, they've, um, you know, they've had a death in the family or, or the, the family's relocating to another place. And you, you have those kind of conversations with your athletes those kind of little um, individual one-on-one or small group experiences. And they're to some extent, the things that keep you going as much as the wins and losses as you become a more experienced coach. In the same way of going to convention, you go and watch, um, you know, go and watch Rafa Benitez's um, presentation from Goodison. It's pretty powerful. Watch an elite uh, women's coach like Laura Harvey do a session. It's pretty powerful. At some point though, you walk down the corridor you stop for a coffee, you go for a cocktail, you're, um, you go back to your hotel and find the dining room, and you have these human interactions, these, these really intimate, private reconnections and connections with, with people that have the same job, the same stresses that you do, and you're not in that competitive environment with them, you're within that collegiate environment with them. And so I can't stress enough that whilst many people can't get there physically for a number of different reasons, at the time when circumstance and finances permit get to a convention live because there is no better way in my opinion to recharge your enthusiasm for the game when you're in that networked environment that's awesome and like and again i couldn't agree more i think i talked to sean about it because really the first time i ever went to convention was in when we did podcast row in chicago in 2018 sean seven it yeah it was uh three years ago yeah it seems like so long ago Yes, it seems like for forever ago. And I remember like I have friends from that convention that I met for the first time there that I talk to all the time now. And so like anyone that's ever been on the fence, I always talk to them about like I was that guy. I was the one that like, oh, I don't know what like I could see the videos or I could download them. And so it's just a completely different experience to get to talk to people in person for again, for someone new who doesn't know a whole lot about convention. How does the week look like what, what is kind of like a breakdown from Wednesday to Sunday of what a week looks like at convention? Sure. So in an ideal situation, I'd recommend a coach comes in early on the Wednesday because the first evening is, is just field sessions, which is typically a first timers experience. They want to go to see field sessions. So Wednesday night is just loaded with field sessions. There's no other activity. Thursday, Friday, Saturday are the main, the main full days of the convention where a coach can attend field sessions 
can attend um, really excellent classroom lecture type sessions. Also take a little bit of time to go to the exhibitor show and see new products and maybe even get into the purchasing of goals or bibs or cones or balls or apps or whatever they want to purchase. And then many first-time coaches come because they're athletes or they themselves are being honored in our awards program. So they've had competitive or academic success during the season. They come for those award environments and then they get exposed to the education. Of course, most people come for their first time because they want to come to the education programs. During those three days, um, coaches can attend a, a, a certain schedule of presentations and earn themselves some professional development certificates, sort of some continuing education, if you will. Sometimes that helps them um, go back to their AEDs or their clubs and get some of the, the expensive convention um, covered. And then on Sunday morning, it's exclusively, there are some, there are some meetings um, within college groups, but largely it's, again, exclusively field content on the Sunday morning. And that is all um, diploma certificate connected. So again, the coach can come away, not only with a great experience, but they can actually come away with some tangible awards. And, and that's kind of, you know, and then that, the, the conventions sort of 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then um, from 5 p.m. till midnight, one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, that's, uh, that's up to the individual. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And, it, and again, Sean always jokes like I and I feel like anyone that comes for their first time tries to do everything um, and almost like it gets you get snow blind with everything. I know Mary Sean making fun of me in the first one because we'd be recording shows. I'm like, all right, I got 30 minutes. I'm going to rush over to this. And I guess my advice for people is really like pick the things that you want and like get fully invested in them as well. It's definitely one of those things where there's so much out there. And it, like the cool thing that we found out about a month ago, when did we interview Jeff, Sean? Uh, yeah, it's about a month ago. That you guys are actually this year making it uh, available to people after convention. Like it's included with your convention uh, fee this year to like get all the videos afterwards. Is that correct? Yeah. So a few years ago, the, the, the model of the program was you attended convention, we recorded it. And then if you wanted to purchase the content afterwards, because you, you can't go to 10 sessions which are running simultaneously, you could. Um, the feeling was that convention attendees, people that pay and commit, it seems a little harsh in hindsight to say to them, okay, here's five sessions, but you can only go to one. And if you want the others, you've got to pay for them. So to the, to the credit of the association, those people that attend convention live, the full convention is included for them post-convention in a digital package. Um, and then, of course, people that do not attend convention at all because they live in a coastal area or they don't, they're, they're in season because now we've got colleges going back or maybe some pandemic-related travel issues, they can still purchase the entire convention as well. But a convention attendee will get every single session post the convention as part of their convention registration. Yeah. No, and, that, and that's awesome. I, I really feel that's such a positive addition to it because – like you, like we just talked about, it's a, it's almost impossible to get to every single session, and so I think that having that because like like having to choose between like oh man, do I want to go get like a great talk from Donna Fisher or do I want to go watch a field session? It's tough because like both those things have huge added value to the what you might be trying to do with your team and stuff. And so I that was when I heard that that was incredible. That's a really awesome news going into this year. What are some yeah. of the things that you're most excited about going into this year? Um. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to Wednesday night to do my field session. Um, 
I think you'd be, I think I'd, I'd probably be selling myself and the audience short if I wasn't anxious about it. But once you get into it and you get going, so it's always nice to, to get the Wednesday night going. Um, Wednesday night, we have a reception uh, for a lot of the presenters, which is always nice to see those presenters because we're all in a similar role of enjoying convention, but then having these designated times when we have to be very much in front of the camera or in front of the mic, if you will. So I look forward to that, that social gathering early on the, um, early on the Wednesday night. Uh, I have a fairly large commitment on the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to the master coach diploma that we do with the University of Delaware. So I'll be in with those coaches who have been in a program on and off for the better part of a year, getting postgraduate credit from Delaware. So I'll be doing some of the master coach content. I probably won't be able to see a lot of sessions myself during the sort of eight to five of convention. So I'm going to be doing a lot of my catching up um, in the evenings. Um, I'm going to a couple of receptions with VO and Costa Rica soccer tours and some of our partners. And then, of course, if I don't keep my head down uh, or kind of um, pretend that like I've got a phone on my ear, I'll have a number of people trying to sell me apps, which I don't enjoy at all, because there's lots <laughs> of people that come to try to sell you things. And it's probably not the best environment. So that part I don't look forward to. Um, but honestly, for all of the time and thought we put into it, it goes, if you're an employee of the company and you're working as, as, as intently with it as you do, um, it goes very quickly. And then you sort of wake up on Monday morning and go, is, was that it kind of thing? And then you start planning sometime in uh, early February for next year. When like, so you just mentioned for, you know, you trying to get around and see that like, when do you get a break? Like, I feel like between uh you know, the sessions that you've got to do kind of running from here to there. And then, like you said, you know, about five o'clock and you can kind of catch some stuff. When, when does Ian sit during the day and just go, okay, I got like 15 minutes. I'm going to relax. And then yeah, it's go a to great my next question. Thing. And it's, it's one that um, I wish I'd had advice before I came in. It's the same advice we would give an attendee is don't try to do eight back-to-back field sessions because you'll lose your mind and you'll forget that there's daylight and fresh air outside the convention center. So what I've learned to do over the, the number of um, years is I, I'm very strict with preparing my schedule. So I know where I've got windows of time. And then those windows of time might be go back to the hotel room and just recharge. They might be go to the gym or they might be some free time to schedule um, either some personal educational growth or leave it free for somebody that really wants to chat with me. So for example, our collaborations with the Scottish Football Association are so strong um, and they're so important to what we do in, in UEFA awards and things like that. But I need to make sure I've got a window of opportunity if they're free. So it's, a, it's a, you know, it's managing a, managing a calendar, but it's, you know, it, it, it's probably you're counting for 18 hours of a 24-hour day during convention. That's just, that's just goes with the territory. For sure. That, and that just sounds great. I always think that like we're super busy and I, but I always tell myself like, no, like there are people who are more busy than us. Um, you know, you, you mentioned about some of the you know sessions that you might want to try to catch, um, you know, once you're done, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of talk about like the main presenters uh, now, but like, or in a little bit, but for you, like, you know, you mentioned, Hey, I want to catch some, some sessions when I get the opportunity to after a specific time, what are some that you've already kind of marked down? Like, Hey, this is one, like I'm going to go to. Yeah, I, I, um, Inevitably, and I think a lot of a lot of your listeners that have been to convention before, um, 
I, I tend to find myself gravitating more towards classroom presentations than field presentations over time. Um, so then it's, but when I do go to a classroom presentation, I try to make sure I can commit to the very beginning of it and all the way through to the end. Mm. Um, we do have people that sample, kind of come in and come out, but I try to research and prep who I want to see. So there's a gentleman called Doug Lemoff, who is very strong in educational theory, pedagogy, andragogy. Um, Doug's written a couple of books, many books, actually. Um, he's presented with U.S. soccer. So Doug Lemoff is a, is a highlight of, the, of one of the presenters for me. Um, and he's American-based. I definitely want to hear from Frank DeBoer about what the current state of the IAX Academy is, is in, because IAX Academy is arguably the most successful academy program in Europe. And so what they're doing there, how could that maybe translate to what we're trying to get done in, in the US with our MLS academies, youth academies, uh, the work we're doing in ODP. So I, I'm interested in that. Um, there will be, obviously, over the last two years, greater content in the diversity, um, equality, inclusion space or equity inclusion space. So some of those I, I need to get to because I need to understand the challenges of our players, but also of the coaches coming into our education programs, trying to understand better the needs of, of, different, of different coaches coming in, be, be that um, you know, potentially religiously based, uh, gender orientation based. So uh, that DEI space is, is a particularly powerful one. And obviously we have to address it uh, what, you know, because of some of the social issues that happened in the last couple of years specifically, and it's um, well overdue. So I'll be going to Dan, Dan Vogue sessions, um, Sky Eddie Bruce's sessions to learn a little bit more about how I can be a better educator. For sure. Also, with with your sessions, I, you know, one of the big things about Soccer Chat is we want people to put themselves over as much as possible. So, you know, for your sessions that that you'll be uh, doing, why are those the best ones? What what would make people, you know, I always say, talk them into the stadium. Uh, you know, why why would your sessions be ones that uh, that people need to make if the, if it's their first time attending? Uh, definitely make sure that they check yours out. Sure. So the. The, the main one to discuss would be the field session because it's the, the opening one on the Wednesday night. The interesting thing over time about that one is it's if you have on a, on a good convention, two and a half thousand people there, it's really difficult to imagine the needs of individual needs of all two and a half thousand people. So the idea would be here's 50, 60 minutes of content. And hopefully you can pick some things out of it that you could apply, whether you're an experienced coach in a collegiate environment or, professional environment, or if you're a first-time attendee at convention and you're a grassroots coach. So that's part of it. And then what I try to do is, because the, the, the activities, everybody will have seen before in some capacity. You can, you can, there, there's, there's not going to be too many new activities that people haven't seen. So what I try to do is explain my thought process. This is why I've laid the cones out this way, and this is how I pick up the grid to move to the next activity. This is why I'm talking to the player this way because of the position he or she plays in because of some of the characteristics they've shown me. And this is the why, I, this is why I'm addressing the group now as opposed to giving them all the information. Whatever that, whatever that thought process is for me, um, because I, I believe that it's the most interesting thing is, is not going to the coach and saying, I've seen this before. Well, duh, we've done that. But explain, tell me a little bit more about why you did it that way. So I like to sort of address the why. And then, of course, they, 
whilst, you're, whilst I'm addressing the why, people can see the how and the what. So again, um, if people come to my sessions, I'm trying to talk to them as opposed to uh, at them. And I'm just trying to give them um, an insight on how I do it um, and a recommendation of why it can work. And if they want to take some of it, all of it, none of it, that's, I want to empower them to have that um, experience when they're watching the session. That's awesome. And for, to kind of switch it up for like to end on convention, like obviously Kansas city is a pretty fun area, fun town. When you're not at convention, what are some of the places you would recommend eating? What are some of the places you'd recommend going out and having a drink with your friends? Well, thank you for the question. So just uh, to frame it, um, 2014, we took a group of coaches to the World Cup. Um, we took a group to Brazil on the Men's World Cup, but we also took a group to Europe and we went to fan zones. And so we went to the um, iconic Dutch fan zone in the Rijks Museum in Amsterdam, 20,000 people in orange. It was great. Two days later, I'm back in my office here where I'm speaking to you from now, and there were 10,000 people in the Power and Light District watching the U.S. national team play in an outdoor fan zone here in Kansas City. That area is called Power and Light. It's mixed bars, restaurants, retail, and that's where the convention is, basically. So the Power and Light, um, for people that want to be turned in by 10 p.m. at night and people that want to stay up till 4 a.m. at night, that's an, an amazing place. Um, also, the public transport in Kansas City in the last couple of years has really evolved. So there's a, a free um, trolley system so you can leave the convention and get three or four miles away from it and get to other bar restaurant areas where you might see some people that are not wearing Adidas, Nike, Capelli, <laughs> Puma, Mitre, Admiral, um, and are actually real humans. They're not just for the convention and soccer. So if you actually want to do that, you could, which I thought was a highlight of LA. People could get out and do different things when we were in LA a couple of years ago. Um, if there were people that just were overwhelmed with all the soccer, a couple of... Um, Interesting things to do, in my opinion. We have a World War I museum, which is a fascinating museum. It's right by my office, a couple of miles away. Harry Truman's Presidential Library is a couple of miles away. Um, there is uh, Hallmark is one of the big uh, companies here in town. So there's a whole thing for younger people that relates to Hallmark and Crayola and all that. So I've been to Kansas City once um, before I moved here for my job um, and came here. And, and I just thought it was a flyover city. Um, but it's a it's a it's a fantastic city and it's a perfect city for a football soccer convention because it's it, it's accessible. We've got sporting's presence. We've got our women's professional presence. We've got some Division One and NAI schools in town. Um, it is a, it really is a, a soccer soccer community as much as it is a, a Chiefs and a Royals one. So coaches will coaches will learn to love Kansas City if they join us. For sure. And, you know, obviously we, we've mentioned before on the show and, and we've plugged for everybody, you know, go to United Soccer Coaches Convention.org. If you still haven't registered yet, go and do it. Go and do it now. Uh, I, I spoke to uh, the homie Jeff Van Dusen the other day who said, I'll give you a code to use until January 10th. So if you're hearing this, you got three days, three days to use that discount code with pod 22 and get yourself registered. Ian, if somebody's wanting to, to maybe connect with you on social media uh, or email, how can people get a hold of you? Yeah, so um, my Twitter account, which I always like to have a few extra followers, um, and on the Twitter Same. account, we put lots of training sessions and things. That's iBarkerSoccer. So at iBarkerSoccer is the Twitter account for me personally, and you, it's mainly content, uh, mm -hmm. activities, diagrams, videos. 
Um, at, the, at the company, and I'm very happy to, to answer questions and engage with coaches at every level, and they will get a response. So there's not, we're not in that hierarchical thing anymore that was you know, maybe 20, 30 years ago. So it's ibarker at unitedsoccercoaches.org. You do have to type it all out. I'm sorry about that. But it's <laughs> ibarker at unitedsoccercoaches.org. And um, would love to engage with people about the podcast, about convention, or anything else pertaining to their coaching, uh, coaching and soccer coaching career needs. Awesome. Well, Ian, thank you so much for coming on and, and, and chatting all things convention with us. We know you've got a lot of stuff to plan for. You've got just a, a few more days left, my friend. Uh, yeah, until- well, Sean and Nick, thank you very much. Thanks for joining us on Podcast Row. That's a really nice addition to the convention, um, having all these different podcasts and you guys getting to see each other. So really appreciate your support. And um, I hope the convention goes as well for you as I hope it goes as well for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. We look forward to seeing you here in a few days. Ian, thanks for coming on and joining us. Cheers, boys. Appreciate it. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. And it burns, 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 the ring of fire, the ring of fire. And it burns, 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 the ring of fire, the ring of fire, the ring of fire. Great person to have on. It's really exciting when we get him on because it always means that convention is very, very close. And... Again, I think it's a lot. <laughs> I'm sure of- some people who like come on the show right before convention, like they only ask us to come on right at convention. <laughs> well, it's just a convenient time for both right, of us. Right. You get to pump your show. We get to talk to you. It's just, it's an <laughs> annual. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's, it's exciting. I think a lot of the cool things that they've done with convention one, obviously we get to be back in person, like master not. I think it's like, it'll be nice to be seeing people in the physical form again. The other cool thing, and I pointed out during the show, I love the fact that if you sign up for convention this year, you get every session. Like that was, I think like the one thing that like I always struggled with because like it wasn't like, I think it was an extra like 300 bucks. And like when you're a poor person, like I was back then, I couldn't afford the extra 300 bucks to get all the sessions. And so I think it's, that's such a cool addition that if you come to convention and you sign up, you're going to get every session and you'll be able to, again, continue to, like growing your coaching throughout the year, because maybe something that wasn't applicable in January is really important as you're going into preseason. And so I think for us, it's really cool because there's definitely things that we're going to be able to utilize throughout the year that we we wouldn't have been able to do in the years past. Absolutely. And I, I think the thing too, is like, you know, we hype it up as like, it's our favorite time, but I mean, this is such a, it's a networking thing. It's a professional development thing. Cause like, yes, you're going to go and you're going to meet new people. You're going to see friends. Uh, but you're also going to learn while you're there. And, you know, Ian brought up an interesting point. It made me think I was going to ask him. I didn't, but maybe I'll save it for next year. Is he talked about, you know, there's some people who like just go to all the field sessions and how they probably should take a break in between those. Or, you know, he's he's really come to really like the lectures over the last few years. I look like my very first one. I realized I liked the lectures a lot more than the field sessions. And I, and I and I can't tell you why. Like, it's not like I don't like I mean, I like them. But I get so much more from the lectures. And I, again, I, I don't know why the actual like specifics behind it, but I have found myself at convention. You'll always find me. Like if, if I'm not now that we do podcast row, like if I'm not there, I'm going to be at a lecture somewhere. Um, I just, I find them very, very interesting. Cause I think a lot more of those are like, I feel like a lot of the field sessions, like you can see those online. You can like go to a clinic or something where you're going to see stuff based off those same things, but those lectures 
that's like the only time you're going to get those. Um, so I, to me, I think a lot of the speakers that they have are, are fantastic. You can go on their website, unitedsoccercoachesconvention.org to see all the presenters. Uh, one of our good friends, um, or two of our good friends, Becky Burley and Sarah Loudon have a great presentation. I believe it's on Friday um, that you'll be able to check out. And we'll talk about that next week on the preview show uh, that will come to you live from our hotel room uh, as we, as we do every year. Um, and we'll, we'll go through kind of the, the ones that we're excited about some of the ones that our friends are, are doing. Uh, you know what? I think I may even have, you know, some of our friends who are presenting, I'll have them send us like a little, like 30 second clip and we'll, we'll put that on the air of like what their, uh, what their thing is, is going to be about. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's all going down next week. And again, like we said, if you haven't registered, go on right now, unitedsoccercoachesconvention.org, use the promo code pod 22 until the 10th. You got until the 10th. Jeff Van Dusen said, you can only go to the 10th, go to the 10th, get your, get your registration and make sure to let Nick and myself know that you're going to be there. So that way we can catch up with you uh, at some point during the week. Um, I know Nick and I myself, we're going to get on a Wednesday. Cause speaking of Wednesday, if you're going to convention and you're going to be there on Wednesday, you might as well go to big D's add on. Uh, that's going to be on Wednesday. It's going to be incredible things that coaches need to talk about. And, and like we said, when we had her on, you know, words, what do they really, really mean? All that's going to be going down uh, on her add on. And we'll talk a little bit more about it uh, whenever we have her stop by uh, podcast row, uh, where we're going to be doing soccer chat live throughout the, the venue. I'm going to let you know for sure uh, on social media next week, uh, but we will be doing, uh, we'll be streaming some of our shows. I, we've got a couple different platforms uh, we're working on uh, that will allow us to broadcast uh, the shows that we're doing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to go to our Facebook. I don't know if it's going to to our Twitter account, um, but I've got a couple of um, groups that we're, we're working with. Uh, to make sure that we can get some of those shows. So, you know, if there's a specific show that we're going to be doing that you want to be able to watch live, uh, you know, let me know. And and we'll uh, we'll make sure that those are ones that um, we'll get on for you. Nick, if you had to choose a show to be live and streamed, what, what would be one of ours that uh, you'd want on there? I mean, I feel like it's got to be one of the newbies. Like, I, I feel like you got to either do Jay Demerit or Eric Winalda. I mean, it's those two are two people that we have not have on the show yet. And so I think that those ones are got to be pretty high up there in people's votes. I have just from like my conversations with Jay and like seeing his interactions on Twitter and just like, I feel, I don't, I don't know if, if any of you like watch the Pat McAfee show, but I really feel like Jay's show is going to be really, really awesome to where I think Nick's going to kick me out of soccer chat and bring Jay to merit in. Um, so we'd have uh, no one to organize it. And so I wouldn't do this. <laughs> anyway. um, but I think that's going to like, I, I was just thinking the other day, I was like, okay, like we're have Jay on like, okay, how do I start the show? And I really was just like, I think we'll just hit record and go, sup dude. And I think that will like start the like 45 minutes uh, of, of chatting that we'll be having. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think those two would be, I, th- I think we got to stream Randy Waldrum. I mean, it's the first show of convention get everybody hyped up. It's, it's one of our favorite ones. He's a fantastic storyteller. I'm sure we'll get him to talk about some of his old stories. He's taught, he's talked about on our show before. Um, and then all those shows, if you, if you're not able to catch them live, uh, for the ones that we stream, they will be played, uh, on, on soccer chat here, wherever you get your podcast from, uh, as time rolls on, uh, you know, we want to kind of get, let everybody get their, uh, their convention hangover, uh, whether it's literally or figuratively, uh, let that uh, kind of get through and then we'll bring some of those shows uh, to you all uh, wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, we'll also be doing uh, Wednesday night 
we will have our Twitter chat, our Q&A one on Twitter, where you just got to follow the hashtag soccer chat. Questions for coaches, by coaches, you get to answer them right there. There will be a convention-based uh, theme, I guess would be the, the phrase to use for uh, our soccer chat this week, just to get you excited about it, whether you're going or you're not going. Um, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, I look at ourselves as, uh, you know, we're, we're the grizzled young vets. If there's people who are going for the first time, they've got some questions they need answered about what to do, what not to do. I feel like whether it's Nick and myself or a lot of our friends, you know, we can give you some advice, uh, on, on the, 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 the things to do and things not to do. And, and I'm sure we'll also get to a lot more of that on Thursday. Um, whenever the United Star Coaches Convention preview comes out. Um, but again, we, 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 we literally like convention is the thing that we literally talk about, like almost in every show, no matter what time we'll always bring up convention somehow because it is that big of a deal. Uh, and you know, Nick just went to his first one two years ago, three years ago, whatever it was. And you know, that's the thing that you, you can hear from him. Like, man, like it is, it's changing the way he does things, not like in a bad way, but it's like, it's giving him more space. Um, you know, again, for you, Nick, like, just like now that you've gotten those first few years out of the way, like now, what is it that you look forward to? What is the thing that like drives you? Like, Hey, like I want to come back to this every year. The number one thing is just seeing all the people that I met from previous conventions that are now friends of mine. Like I, I, I feel like so lucky that we've been able to grow this just incredible network of people that like not only like are good people and are good friends to us, but want to help not only us, but other people that, are in our friend group and are in, in, are in the kind of the soccer chat community. And so for me, I think like get doing the meet and tweet or doing the event that we're hosting with Beck overtime with Becky. I think like, I'm excited for that because like, I got to meet people that like I followed on Twitter, like that again, I never got to meet in person. And then would we come up and be like, Oh crap, this is actually you in the flesh. And I, I think for me, that's going to be the most exciting part is like getting to see the people as they walk past like podcast row and also gain the chance to again, talk to them at the meet and tweet and also talk to them at the overtime with Becky. I think those are not to plug ourselves too much, but those things are going to be really exciting because I will get to see all the people that are, have become really big parts of our lives. As well as I can't believe he's forgotten this. Nick is getting drafted by an advocacy yeah. council. Forgot about that one. That was, and I believe, and I believe that's that the one, biggest one. That's the yes, biggest one. That's absolutely huge. Uh, and I believe that that is on, I want to make sure I, I have it on here so I can give him a plug. Um, I believe it's Saturday evening, uh, if I am correct on this, which means that you're going to have to get that sub, uh, I, for, yeah, you. I, I saw it on Facebook the other day. Yeah. So. So, okay. Yeah. Here it is. So at 8 PM, I want to make sure you get this out. Um, 8 PM on Saturday, uh, it's at the United Star coaches national office is the black coaches advocacy group, uh, get together, social, whatever you want to call it. Um, they're actually this year celebrating 25 years, uh, as a group, the, uh, the black soccer coaches community, uh, 25 years. They've, they've been a group uh, as a part of United soccer coaches. So it's an anniversary. We all want to celebrate together. Uh, and as you heard in our show with Nicole, Nick has been, he's the number one draft pick for the black coaches advocacy group. I don't know if she, I don't know if she cleared that with everyone else. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm in the group text for, for the, uh, black coaches, uh, coaches advisory group. I probably should ask. Um, but we're going with it. This is the, that's the greatest moment in soccer chat. Uh, is Nick being the number one draft pick in the advocacy group or in the advocacy draft, uh, being selected by the black coaches advocacy group. That's, I mean, again, like a lot of big things have happened to me this past year. That's, it's probably still in the top five. You mean, like, so, bought, we, bought, so you've got, you bought a house, you got, you got married, you're going to, you're going to be a dad. Yeah. I'm going to say this has to be like top two. Top two? 
Yeah. Over over having a kid and getting married, Sean, let's I like I'll say top three. How about that? I can't put that. I can't put like my wife is right downstairs. She can't hear you. <laughs> Yeah, maybe not. Okay, she don't, she, she don't listen. Top to this. two, top two. Yeah, I was gonna say like <laughs> let's, th- let's think about this. You've been drafted by the black soccer coaches advocacy group. I know that's again, it's awesome. And you were the number one pick. Like it wasn't like oh hey like Nick still left. We'll, we'll you know we'll pick him. He's the last guy standing. Yeah, we'll pick, like you're number one. <laughs> it's, it's again, it's it's a very big, a very very big moment in my life. I mean, this, this this is gonna change your life, and I think for the better. I'm so excited to go hang out with all those people. Like I get it. There is such a I, I, all the people that we are friends with that are gonna be at that. Are, I'm so excited to see as well. Yeah, and and if you need the schedule, there's so many socials. There's so many advocacy groups. And that was the thing that we talked about with Nicole. Uh, is there's so many advocacy groups. There's something for you. There's a there's a group that you can join. Nick's not a black coach, but he's a part of it. Not just because he got drafted, but he can show up because he's a, he's an ally. He's a supporter uh, of that community. Uh, we're both very big allies with the LGBTQ uh, advocacy group. We're going to be going to, the, to their social as well. Um, there's the disabilities allies uh, advocacy group that uh, our, our man, Sean Danhauser uh, is, is a part of. And I know that uh, I just saw their um, newsletter today about what they've got going on there. If you go onto the app, the, the schedule is only on the app. So download United Star Coaches app, get the schedule, find one of those advocacy groups and go get involved. There's the coaches, uh, the Latino coaches that that's on there. There's the API uh, coaches as well. And they all have social media accounts as well. So you can go find them, follow them, see what they're doing, uh, and then be a part of it in Kansas City. So I, that would be that to me, like, I think that would be my thing for the review next week is like, Yes, there's all these lectures and there's all these field sessions to go to. But I think the thing I'm going to challenge everybody is to find one of those advocacy groups, go to the meeting, go to the social, get involved, hit them up for the next, uh, you know, the next year, be a part of it, be active uh, and and see, you know, how much how much more you can bring to the sport. The cool thing about soccer chat, uh, you know, like Nick said, and we say all the time, this networking and, and just being able to get connected with coaches. And we, we see you all when we get to convention. Uh, we enjoy talking to you. It's, it, and now because we're starting to put faces and, uh, you know, names together uh, with the people that we see on Twitter, you know, we see you all around. Now we get to see you in person and get to hang out with you for a little bit. Uh, you know, to me, like that's one of the best things is just that 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 personal connection that you're getting uh, with those that you're going to see. Yeah. You may be walking by and they're going to be on their phone or whatever, and you get a wave out of it. Um, but you know, it's just, it's such a good time, great time to be together. Um, and as well, like we said, you know, last year being virtual, now we're back in person. Who cares if it's mask? Like that's the fact that we're all back together. Here's the thing. Here's, here's the way my mind works. I hear, Oh, we got to wear masks this thing. Oh, I probably need to try to get a soccer chat branded mask or, you know, whatever your team is, that's another way to promote. I'm always, you know, it's just promotion. It was, my yeah. brain doesn't turn off. Uh, to, Cause I, I, I can't remember when the mask thing started and knowing like, okay, like if you're going to coach out that mask, I'm like, okay, well I need a brush a themed. I need like brush of stuff on my mask. That's just another way to promote. Um, so, Hey, what a great way for you to promote your club, promote your team, promote your school. Then with a decorative mask, we've all got them. Just go ahead, just go ahead and rock it. Um, but again, you know, next week we've got the uh, preview show. It's one of my favorite ones. If we, you think we can get Big Bob on the show with us for the preview? Which which Big Bob? There's only one Big Big Bob. Wait, wait, like oh, Big Rob? Are you talking about Big Rob? Yes, but we're we're going with Big Bob. Okay, we've been, <laughs> we've like been I've never heard of Big. Bob. We've been going. I, I've been going Big Bob for like four weeks now. Okay, well, not to me. Because okay. I've never heard that until right I'm, now. I'm, I'm also going to send Nick a screenshot here in a little bit where I've said Big Bob in a conversation with him. 
There's no way. Oh, there's I, no I will, way. I will, I will, I will tweet it. <laughs> I will tweet it if that's the case. <laughs> I will apologize. You think we, you think we get old big Bob? On oh, there? absolutely. Absolutely. He's got to be there. I mean, might as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, and as we said too, we, we mentioned on the show, um, if you're going to be in on Wednesday, we're, we're looking for a place. We're going to go shoot some footage, uh, for, for overtime, which I, I know some people are like, man, like you guys really haven't talked about overtime that much. Uh, we'll probably talk more about it next week. I can tell you, Nick, I was up until one 30 this morning. Everything is completely finished. Now I just literally need you and Becky and myself in the exact same location, uh, with my camera and, and some, some friends of ours. And once I can get that, it is completely done. No more like literally seconds before we go on stage, finishing the edits and putting it in. Um, so, you know, as we said, I, I, send us a message, send us a, a DM or whatever it may be. Uh, but Wednesday night, we're going to try to find somewhere to uh, to go hang out a little bit, get some footage uh, that we want to shoot for uh, for something that we've got for a convention. It's going to be fun just uh, that way too, like just to kind of get everybody going together. Um, so that'll be Wednesday night. Again, action-packed uh three days four days at, at convention we can't wait to see everybody and if you want to get a hold of us and you're like hey like you guys sound cool or you guys just want to i just want to like say hello since you said to come meet you uh nick how can how can people get in contact with you at coach and rizzo what about you brother and mine is at coach solderling we've got some great friends go check them out Dutic brand at Dutic brand make sure to use the promo code soccer chat uh, on their website for a discount. We've got Torx, T-O-R-R-X for the greatest ball pump. Check them out as well as Michigan Soccer Central, MI Soccer Central on Twitter for all things professional and amateur soccer in the state of Michigan, which I was there last week and it was really, really cold. Nick, I also just realized that we didn't even talk about like New Year's or Christmas. That's okay. We got we got a lot of stuff covered in there. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I didn't really, I mean, like, yeah, I was with my family. I didn't really do anything. It, Christmas this year, and, and you'll, you'll get to this point at some point in your, in your life as you continue to get older. Um, so obviously, you know, we're building a house, and my wife and I were like, that is our Christmas birthday and anniversary presents for, like, the next, like, yeah. 10 years. So this year, it, it, 37 years, first time, did not open up, didn't have to tear wrapping paper. Yeah. No, was, honestly, like even ours was like really boring. Like we didn't like it was kind of cool. each other like we got each other like three things and like yeah. I mean we just bought a house. We don't really need anything. The 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 not having to undo paper. At first I was like, oh man, like I'm gonna miss opening a present. But I was like, no, nah, it actually wasn't that bad. Not yeah. that bad at all. Oh well, that's the life of a 37-year-old who still thinks that he's 12, but it is <laughs> what it is. Soccer chat every single Wednesday night. Follow on Twitter. Use the hashtag soccer chat 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. And then the podcast comes out every Thursday. Not this Thursday because Nick had COVID, but he's fine. So it's here on Friday. Uh, and as we said uh, earlier, multiple times, you've got until the 10th to use that promo code for your United Star Coaches Convention registration. It's pod 22. Go do it right now, right now, right now. Yes, I'm talking to you. Go do it. But the best part about soccer chat is that we get to do this all over again next week. And we get to do it in person are you ready yes heck yeah hell yeah born ready like eddie freddy he's nick i'm sean nick i will catch you next week see you later brother